Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Why do you always just don't jump in as I'm doing my little part? Well, Your I little mean, part. I, my little, little part. part. Was that a welcome song? No, I can do a welcome song. Here we yeah, go. Please, Ready? please, oh, please spare us. Okay. No, yeah. no, I Thank want you. to hear it. Thank you, Tom. I've been wanting someone to say that forever. <clears throat> forever. Well, not well, not forever. For a while now. For 50... Oh, by the way, before we do start, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is our 50th episode this is and so thank you so much for being on the anniversary edition yeah you are half a century oh well i hope i'm looking good on it you're looking fantastic (laughs) and sounding amazing but if you want to hear my little yes uh, please okay so that was just me getting my note which note which note were you trying to get a c minor what? Was that a C minor? <laughs> That's a key. <laughs> <laughs> Start again. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, okay. Welcome. <laughs> Start again. <clears throat> Welcome back to Private Parts, the place where we tell the truth about all things pretty and glorious and mooth. I'm what? M- my mooth. <laughs> oh. You trying to say moose? <laughs> no, mooth. So my mouth, like vermouth. No, my mouth, but right. just mouth. In, in a Scottish accent. But in a Scottish accent. It's anything that rhymed with truth. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it's the only thing. Welcome back to part two of Private Parts. This is where I we read the book. You've got a wonderfully resonant. Don't encourage voice. him. Don't encourage details him. of our lives. Uh, we are still joined with Tom Paino and Francis Paul. Uh, now, Tom, before we kick things off, we want to actually play a little game. Are you ready for this? Yes, I adore games. Okay, so the game that we want to play that I thought would be quite fun, guys. Would we? Uh, You're completely fucking the format out by the way but let's go with am that. i messing the format yeah. up no i'm not oh that's what that is yes. no you are we're gonna it's do, we're gonna do, we're gonna do that game later and this one now right trust me it's gonna be great Jeez, i never trust you there we go so this is gonna be an interesting one trust me so trust uh, me Tom, i never never trust people who say trust me you're a big you're a big fan of poems you write poems the yes. entire time your poems are glorious every single time on instagram you're reciting a poem we're doing a new word of the day yes uh, so what i thought we'd do is we go around the table and we have to give either a little sonnet or a little lyric is it no a little something or something uh that we can do i'm going to do mine off the cuff a little poem about us all here right uh you guys uh we take it in turns and at the end oh we God. vote who's the Could best give a little bit of notice but no this. no notice if you want to kick things tom why don't you as a guest why don't you kick things off with a lovely poem right okay this this one is to celebrate a hundred years since some women got the vote and uh of course you had the suffragettes um and the suffragists so this is called Suffragettes. It's like the Capulets and the Montagues. <laughs> well, it? it was sort of no, on the same it side. It is. Romeo and Juliet, man. <laughs> Shakespeare. So it's called Suffragette or Suffragist. Are you a Pankhurst or a Fawcett? Is it a lioness's heart that beats beneath your corset? Could you survive incarceration, then lead a hunger strike? We all suspect we'd have the pluck. 
But what must it be like? Mass alienation, contempt from every quarter, silencing the lot to win a victory for your daughter. And if a suffragette's a lioness, a suffragist's no lamb, politely contradicting every scathing telegram, lobbying relentlessly, campaigning every day, fervent in the faith that baby steps still pave the way, the truth is that the two-pronged fork has to be what won, and suffragette and suffragist live in everyone. Oh, oh that's great. Bravo. I feel like Bravo. my one. And what is, it, what is that called, Tom? That's called suffragette or suffragist. I oh, love that. A little bit of a gist right there. Well, I've got a little <laughs> bit of a gist for you. Ready for this? Okay. Yep. <clears throat> okay, this is my poem. For you three. Here we go. I'm going to literally make it up as I go along. <laughs> oh, what friends we are sitting around the table as three. We are like three blind mice, but then there's little me. My name is Jamie. I am but 29. And oh, a lot of people call me so divine. I like to do a podcast called Private Parts every week. I like to have the occasional little twinkle tweet. The tweet is always about something so sweet and nice. So don't be scared to have another slice. Actually, I do. I write haikus for. Oh, for you fun. do. I yeah. write haikus occasionally as well. So, so uh, I've got a, I've got a few <laughs> here that I've written. Well, just don't do a few. Just do one. Just one. Okay. Enough. All right. One maybe. Oh, but they're only short. So. I just do one. Okay. We're right. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Sun on the orchard, smoky from the bonfire, a hot summer's day. Oh, that was lovely. Oh, I could have done that. Okay, I'll do one as oh, well. Wait, on, no, no, here we go, here we go. The crane glides calmly, disturbing the misty air to the mountaintop. Okay, I'll do oh, one. Okay, I love that. Fine. Go on, Joe. Barbecues in the winter, sausages in the mine. I just want to be something on the line. That's, that's, that's not, not a high key. Right. Let's, let's, let's move on. Listen to questions. Uh, okay, well, we're doing some questions. Let's do some questions. Okay, so Tom, what we do is we also uh, have our social media accounts. So if you guys want to follow us on social media, it's at Private Podcast. Uh, and we have some questions in for you. So are you ready for this? Yes. You have to answer truthfully, honestly. Oh, I'm nothing if not candid. Here we go. So we have a question. Tom, yeah. this is from Tiffany via Instagram. What are your plans for the future? You are too cool to sit at a desk as much we love seeing you on celebs go dating <laughs> oh that's lovely well i would like to do all manner of things my poetry is a huge passion of mine so i do this thing called poetic dominoes and dawn french recently did one for me and um i'm doing as many as i possibly can and hopefully they'll all go into a book eventually oh, and nice. i'd like to do the audio of that which would be bliss and i'd like to do a lot of audio work in various capacities so well you've got a great yeah. voice for audio i think oh well thank you i thank love you. that okay and then we got one uh, from cam who said who would you like like most to have dinner with and you have to pick one or the other sam thompson or joey essex oh golly that's beastly <laughs> um i think it probably has to be joey yeah. You see, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joey I wouldn't go for dinner with Thompson either. <laughs> <laughs> I not. love Sam with all my heart, but but Joey and I got two series together, and we got so close, and it goes on to this day. So it sort of that would be bliss. Well, that leads me on to my other question mm -hmm. from uh, Joe and Coles via Instagram. Tom, have you ever fancied any of your contestants from Celebs Go Dating? Our buddy Harry Grote was on the latest series. 
any of the any of the anyone have you ever anyone at all have you ever fancied anyone on celebs go dating well the the one i really did fancy was joey because (laughs) he he, honestly he coruscates he just twinkles all the time everything his his pearly teeth his azure eyes his incandescent personality everything shimmers i don't think i've ever met anybody where everything shimmers yeah he's no joey is joey lives in a world he lives in a world he lives in a musical that's what he does he lives in this amazing world yeah yeah he's great do you think he's more intelligent than he lets on well people always ask that now my answer is that it he is incredibly savvy Mm. you know he's always the first person to know exactly where the cameras are yeah he he always knows how to do a perfect take and he's he's very very savvy but he the the not being academic is not is not pretend yeah. i mean he really couldn't tell you where wales is no he actually really? couldn't he, he's he's very thick in that sense I mean, he really is not but jamie, he, jamie do you know where wales is yes it's above scotland <laughs> <laughs> kidding it's on the left <laughs> below on the left yeah it's, 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 next, delicious it's near cardiff that's what it is no i'm kidding um okay we've got a question for all of us here we go and tom this is because you are good at uh, sort of dating advice and things like that so this is one for all of us from Catherine via instagram yes. hi i have a question for you guys what do you think about sleeping with someone the first time you meet them and do you believe if you do sleep with them that you won't have a relationship with that person Person. All the guys will want sex. Just curious from a guy's perspective. I think it's often what girls think, but that's not always true. I think it more depends on the person, but interested to get your opinion. I agree. I agree that it depends on the person. It also depends on the date, because mm. I've had first dates that have been kind of glorious, sort of rolling, interminable events, mm. you know, and they've started at four o'clock in the afternoon and then sort of ended at midnight and you thought god i've actually really been on about seven dates yeah you've really got to know them yeah Yeah. and then it does seem like a natural progression that you Mm. might get into (laughs) also by that time the chemistry is absolutely the cup needs to go somewhere but but tom (laughs) do you do do you kiss on the first date would you kiss on the first date well i'm i don't have a if you'll pardon the pun, a hard and fast rule. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I do find that the kiss is... It, I do think if you are having a first date and you're keen, the kiss is very important because I always say all the clues as to how how they make love lie in the kiss. And do that you think has so? never been disproven to me. Or no, dancing. If they are... And dancing. And dancing dancing is yeah. a very good one as well. Francis, yes. you're shit at dancing. So. That's, uh, <laughs> that's absolutely what, nonsense. I think what you want to look for in the kiss is that wonderfully measured crescendo. Mm. It should be like a wonderful overture. You, you know, strings come in and then it creeps and it swells and it just, you know, that's what you want. You want somebody that can do it by degrees, mm. but really has a great climax. I definitely <laughs> swell when we get... So to speak. Yeah, but, the, uh, but, the, uh, but this is the thing, because honestly, but until I suppose recently, I've been a very good kisser. Until recently? Yeah, I've, been, I've always been a very good kisser. I'm not sure I was that good in bed. That's, I've told you this story. I've, I've told you this story. When, I'm like that too. Are you like that too? Well, yeah. I, well, brief, I, isn't that the word, Jamie? Brief? No, I'm not, I'm not so much brief. It does sort of contradict what I was just saying, but I've always thought that I was very, very good at the sort of the appetizers. Yeah, but when and it goes to the main course, terribly good at the main event. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Tom. So explain this. Right. So have you ever? Because we can say so you are gay, right? So the, <laughs> I don't know why I approached that. Really? Yeah, I approached that so timidly. Um, but Tom, so have you ever? Have you ever been with 
a girl? No. You never no, have? No, I never have. But how come? Why not? Out of choice? <laughs> well, it's just that, that I suppose it's the same for you guys the other way around that you sort of, I knew <laughs> um, without having to kind of experiment mm. first. I just knew. But this is the interesting, and I suppose because it is our private part, so we can talk about these things. Yeah. That did you, how old were you when you first knew that you were gay? How old were you? Oh, well, I was probably about, well, I remember the first time I um, had an erection was actually Cameron Diaz in The Mask, curiously. <laughs> and then about a week later, it was Hunter on The Gladiators. <laughs> and, that, and Cameron Diaz was... I mean, a, Hunter was a good-looking child. He was very, he still is. <laughs> um, but uh, th- that happened very, very quickly, that mm-hmm. shift. Mm. And then I never had another female inspired have you watched the mask since yes and nothing does nothing, nothing for me now that red dress does nothing for me at all <laughs> she was great in the mask but that's, she was, but that's she? so interesting but also i suppose uh growing up though growing up and knowing that you you were gay and all these kind of things yeah when did it take when did you come out as gay because that's always well, the hardest point I, right was, it was all very tricky and i thought i can't possibly tell people and it wasn't wasn't sort of an ideal it's been no one has the ideal setup for coming out, but um, it wasn't an ideal setup. And I thought, well, I can't, I can't tell a lie, mm-hmm. um, but I can't tell the truth either. So I shall have to tell everybody that I'm married to the theatre. So that's what I did from the age of about ten to the age of about fourteen, and really? then I and then I thought, oh, this is ridiculous. And a wonderful thing happened because Reading had a, its first gay bishop. And mm-hmm. my mum and dad, who had said slightly unsavory things before, were so behind this gay bishop. And I thought, great. <laughs> I sort of know where they now are. Now's my cue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kept sort of laying the foundations for yeah. it. And then it was sort of peaks and troughs, peaks and troughs. And then one day my mum, everybody had um, left the house and she said it was gloriously clement day. And she said, right, we're going to the pub for lunch which was very unusual. And we walked down to the pub and after she left my dad, she had about four jobs, cleaning, cutting hair, teaching French. And she cut the hair of this desperately outspoken bitch, really, (laughs) whose name was (laughs) Sally Lightfoot. She had two young boys at my school. And while she was cutting the boy's hair, Sally Lightfoot said about her 14-year-old son, you do realise Tom's gay, don't you? And so she relayed this story to me and I said, I hate that woman. Um, You know, she's so outspoken. She's met me once and she has no right to say that. And she said, no, 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 I know, darling. But since she did say it, are you? And I said, well, yeah. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> then we had this lunch that I don't remember at all. Then we got back, still a gloriously sunny day. My mum loved to bask in the sun, so she did. And I went, made her a cup of tea and brought it out. And she, she said, completely out of the blue, well, you probably get it from me. And I said, what? And she said, yes, I lost my virginity to Lindsay Barton, who was this old family friend. 
who, who, who I amazing. knew as sort of my, someone that my mum used to go and see occasionally for coffee. And what happened was that my mum used to babysit her children when she, she was about 17 or 18. Desperately attractive couple. The most tempestuous relationship. And one would always stay behind and feign a headache and the other one would go to the function. And whoever stayed behind... Tried to seduce my mum and the husband was <laughs> unsuccessful and the wife was successful. <laughs> and I thought, God, you stolen my thunder today. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was outraged. But the, but the interesting thing is, is once, you know, because I suppose a lot of our listeners who are listening are probably either gay or, or probably mm. haven't come out as gay yet. And yes. when you, and you can probably say that when you do actually come out as it, it it's probably... As I spoke to you, it's a complete relief that you've actually finally said it, relief. and you're like, okay, here we go, and you can then almost start your your life you in really the way can. you want to. And right? and I would really say that don't analyze your setup too extensively because I've had friends, I have friends now who are my age and older who still haven't come out to their parents because they've looked at the supposedly the evidence and they have deduced Mm -hmm. that it will not be comfy afterwards. Mm -hmm. And actually uh, it is a terrible cliche, but love does conquer all. Even if you think, you know, it's going to be very unsavory. I think that you would be really surprised how it moves mountains and people that you think are very unlikely to be accepting will will get there. It's so yeah. true. Mm. It's so Francis true. Diary. After after that that yeah, let's move on. Well, first, I've, actually, I've got a, I've got a joke actually for you, oh, Tom, which okay. I think you'll appreciate. It, it's actually my girlfriend's joke. Yeah, uh, I've got to give her credit. <laughs> um, okay, what is a pig orchestra's favourite rhythmic device? <gasps> I what? A hamiola. <laughs> <laughs> I like Francis loving the joke. So, so I've, oh got a, I've got a joke. Okay, go, go. go. Um, so there are two muffins in the oven, <laughs> and one muffin turns to the other muffin and says, Goodness me, it's hot in here. And the other muffin says, oh, my God, it's a talking muffin. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like your one about the lettuce that I like. Oh, 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 no, yes. What's green and invisible? (laughs) This cabbage. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's big grey and hurts when it falls on your head? Oh, gosh, I don't know. A castle. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And Francis, on that note, can we please have your diary? You you may. But uh, what's going on now? You're vibrating. It's not me. Oh. (laughs) Someone else. (laughs) If it's me, I can't feel it, which is very worrying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, Oopsie daisy. By the way, Tom, we're going to warn you that Francis' diary is incredibly dull. That's so get ready for it. Well, let, oh. let, let Tom be the judge of that. <laughs> it's a 10 well, minutes, you'll never get back. hanging on his every word. Oh, oh God, you'll be I hanging have. on waiting to go. Here we go. <clears throat> Monday, the 26th of February. Oh, Tom, he started on Monday. God, here we go. <laughs> Skipped it all. <laughs> I've been looking after Alec Alphys's dog, Buddy, for the past few days. Over the past few months, Katie has been not so subtly hinting that she would, she thinks would be a brilliant idea for us to get our own dog, <clears throat> and as a surprise, I agreed to take Buddy down to Wiltshire for the weekend. I thought it would be good, b- both as an experiment and uh, an experiment at having a full-time dog, <laughs> but, also, <laughs> but also an enjoyable experience for Buddy, the dog. 
Being that Alec, Alec is from New York, I kind of imagine Buddy has a thick New York accent. <laughs> so you talk to him in Brooklyn? Oh, yeah. Brooklyn. And I keep imagining him, think, him saying things like, just throw me the freaking ball already. <laughs> By the way, speaking of it, I, I had a little rumour, Tom, that you are very good at accents. I do, well, I love accents. I do all them. Okay, so I, I heard, firstly, that you're good at accents. Secondly, I had a little way that you can do a Boston accent. Okay. This is the way you do it. Apparently you go, I'm going to take my daughter to go and walk the dog and go and get a cup of coffee. Oh, that was... Yeah. yeah. There, you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so, so Tom, if we're going to give you an accent to do, you have to oh, do... Heck. Why don't we give you... You have to do... do firstly, do a northern Irish accent and then you have to do a southern... <laughs> what? Uh, oh, yeah. God. Northern Irish. Do you Irish. know the difference? Yeah, it's a lot harsher, the northern one. Southern one's a lot softer. 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 To get into the Northern Irish accent, it's that it's a bit further back, and it's that kind of broad sound. It's a broad sound. They talk with the top of their mouth. They do. They talk with the top of their mouth. I'm gonna take it down. Raise palate. Oh, don't look at me like that. And then when you go south of the border, it's a lot. Further yeah. forward, I think, and you know, it gets a little bit more sibilant, and the, and the uh, mouths all a little bit tighter, and it's a bit closer to the front. Okay, um, I think pretty impressive. position is Fantastic. is a lot of it. So, if um, if if Buddy the dog was going to talk, what, what and he had a Brooklyn accent, how would Buddy the dog talk? If you're going to, and what it? would he say? Oh, sure. Let's like go to the park and just mix things up and like throw me a bone here. That's exactly how he sounds. <laughs> Great. That's really good. Oh, no, uh, I want Buddy the Dog to continue. Can we have a, I want to have a conversation. Francis, why don't you have a conversation with Buddy the Dog very quickly? Okay. Here we go. Uh, so, Buddy, um, I think you're about going for a walk. You up for it? I'm absolutely up for it, but I want a, a, a rare venison steak first. I mean, you're starving me here, guy. You're starving me. I just fed you, buddy. Like, I mean, are you greedy? It's not enough. I'm a growing boy. You're Rough. Well, growing, growing horizontally, if you ask me, buddy. Why are you throwing shade about my hip width? Just because I'm... This is you know. outrageous. This is egregious, dude. Because, look, buddy, you, you are putting on, putting on the pounds... The girls like me chunky. What can I say? Well, they don't say that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well so good. done. Great. Well, I think, I think that could be a whole show in itself. <laughs> a whole podcast. <laughs> but have you, have you always been good at accents then? Have you always known you had, know you had that talent? I think it's... I it's think a musical it's a, ear, it's I think. A it is thing. a musical ear. It's that, yes. Because I used to practice very hard to have relative pitch. Mm. I used to sort of sit at the piano and I used to try and do it until I could get a middle C and always pitch middle C and then work out where everything was from there. And then I think then similarly, and my mum adored the soaps as well. And so you're a mimic in a sense. You're very yeah. good at mi- yeah. you're a mimicker. Yeah. My, and my mum's a great mimic. I mean, she can, she can do anybody's my, my girlfriend, she's, also, she's a singer, but she's an actress, but she's yeah. so fantastic at accents, actually. I mean, and I think it's probably from her musical, yeah. you know, musical background. She's got a very good musical I mean, I musical do think ear. they go hand in yeah. glove. They really do. Okay, well, continue. I love diary. your dad. Yes, please. No, we still got... Yeah, yeah, that's so polite of you. That is so polite of you that you said you loved his diary because we all thought it was going to finish there as well. being great of his. No, there's more. <laughs> no, it's really tickled me. <laughs> Buddy is loving the countryside. But it is proving an ongoing battle to stop him from eating frozen sheep poo. 
I'm not sure if he has developed a taste for sheep poo or if it's just that sheep poo closely resembles dog food and he believes he is... Uh, I'm taking him on a scavenger hunt of sorts to find patches of dog food I left out for him earlier. <laughs> what a dear theory. But whatever the reason, I'm constantly having to do deceptive throws of invisible sticks to nowhere to get him to stop eating the poo. <laughs> he is a very obedient dog, actually. If you say wee-wee-poo-poo, poo, he looks at you, almost to acknowledge your request, and goes almost immediately on command. No, he doesn't. Yes, he stop, does. Stop lying. <laughs> you don't go wee-wee-poo-poo poo, and it just... It yes, goes. he does, he does. But it's been particular, co- particularly cold on the Pusey Vale recently, and when my face is cold, I sometimes find it difficult to speak clearly. Uh-oh. And I have found myself saying pee-pee-woo-woo woo on accident. <laughs> when Buddy's on the Pusey Vale, how do you get Buddy to come? What do you say? Hello. I say, come on, Buddy. <laughs> come on, Buddy. Come on, Buddy. <laughs> Is that what you say? Yeah. Come on, Buddy. Come on, Buddy. <laughs> do you go think and get. You've... Go and get. <laughs> oh, do you think you've established a real bond now? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he, he was with me. I actually just dropped him off today. I oh. dropped him off back with Alec. But um, uh, I thought it would kind of, you know, perhaps make my girlfriend a bit more hesitant about having a dog, but it's just made her want a dog even more. That's backfired badly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something I can have to deal with. But um, <laughs> hopefully I'm not confusing him because woo-woo is quite an odd thing to have to shout to a dog in the park. <clears throat> Tuesday, the 27th. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, it's not actually much on. <laughs> I've finally worked out what the beast from the East is now. I was getting some... Very seemingly very cryptic tweets and comments asking me how I'm going to take shelter from the beast. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was really confused actually. I, I, I was getting people commenting saying, "Oh, are you taking shelter from the beast from the east?" I was like, "What the hell is the beast <laughs> what, from the east? What is this?" <laughs> um, Did you start taking shelter? No, no. I, I, well, obviously I am. I, I, I unwittingly was. Snow <laughs> is set to blanket the UK this week, and I'm seriously excited about the potential of being able to ice skate down the canal or toboggan <laughs> down the hills near my house. Buddy really loves the water and jumped in the canal in the, uh, earlier and then proceeded to dive underwater completely. It's amazing. He's, he, I've, I've never seen a dog do this. He, he, he walked in the water and then dove underwater wow. and picked up a... A stone. That's so Isn't that cool? <clears throat> I was a bit concerned, but he reappeared with a rock and crawled up up the bank. I wonder where I can buy a toboggan around here. That's actually the, how it that, ends. You were just going to continue that. Oh. You hadn't written anyway. You just tailed off at the no, end, no, didn't that's it? Not, no, that's it. Francis, we love your diary. I oh. thought that was really charming. Oh, thanks. Do you know what? And also, thanks, just on a little side note, I love... I love things that like chapters of memoirs and things like that that end with a question like that. Yeah, I think it's a lovely lead into. Well, the next I always moment. think life and and anything should always end with a question. Nothing should ever end because if it ends, then that that's the yeah, end. that's all of it. Speaking it's of true. questions, would you guys like the answer to the question of the week? Yes. Oh my yes. lord, I forgot. Yeah, let's please have the. Okay, uh, can you the... guys just remind me of your answer to which uh, living animal is the most uh, closely related? To the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Well, I said snake. Yeah. I said a shark. I said an eel. It's a chicken. Oh. I knew I should have said rhino. Really? Yeah, a chicken. And do you know what? I have on occasion looked at chickens. because I've got some chickens outside of my window <laughs> in my office. And, uh, and, I, and I also lived in Africa for a long time and there were chickens yeah. running around everywhere. And they do really look like little dinosaurs. You said that's remarkably like a Tyrannosaurus can you, Rex. Can you, so can you... 
qualify that? I mean, what is it? Is it the genetic well, they, composition? They, if, you, if, you, if you look at them, they, they have a sort of movement and it's like a... <laughs> look what he's of, doing. I wish, I like, wish our like listeners a, could like see exactly what Francis tri- is doing. Tyrannosaurus rex. And then, I, and then also, uh, their, their, their feathers almost look like scales. Uh, so, and I, <laughs> so all of our listeners, I, sorry, I stared at these chickens for like hours and hours and I was thinking, well, they must be related to dinosaur and actually they, they are they're you the must, closest living relative to you must have a right. super busy day you can stare at chickens <laughs> yeah. for hours <laughs> they remind me of something I was, in the, I was in the jungle for three years let's not forget no I know oh. um, also uh, Tom we want to play a little another game with you and oh, hopefully you're going to be up for it uh, we like did to did get naughty as it goes on we do we, and also we can, can be as naughty as, as we you want. wish <laughs> we, we, we try and get naughty uh, as naughty as we want we have a game that we want to do is we want to do a prank call Okay. Ah, okay. Okay, and what we want to do, we have two options here. Firstly, uh, we have a prank call where you can call Fortnum and Masons and mm. order an Easter egg large enough to, to large enough for you to burst out of. So you have to ask, you have to persuade Fortnum and Masons they have one, you have to persuade them that. Or you can call the Globe and apply for a job by aggressively reading them Shakespeare. Oh, oh I think it's got to be Fortnum's. I yeah. think that's Do you think it's got to be wonderful. Yeah. Okay, and so I can get a little of my own back because I was one of those unbearable perfume boys. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Were you really? Was that one of your jobs where you were a perfume boy? Yes. In Would you Mason? like to try? Honeysuckle notes. Did you, did you ever have a Joey moment where you just sprayed people as they walked by? <laughs> Wait, so Tom, you wanted to say, when people used to walk past and you had things, what did you say to them? Hello, could you like to... Yes, would you like to try? And then I would, so I would list the notes, which apparently you're not supposed to do. But I would say things like... Um, Honeysuckle. Uh, yes. A warm sandalwood base with a light ginger heart. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm sold. We should do the M&S adverts. Okay. <laughs> you might get it. By the way, uh, Tom, we did this with uh, Spencer Matthews. Oh, and did we you? We prank called Harrods. And he uh, tried to get a gift because he just got engaged. Harrods have sent him a gift. What, what, what gift did they, they send him? They now, sent him a big bottle of champagne. Yeah, mm. from oh, the gosh. podcast. Yeah, Bastards. so we could get a large Easter yeah. egg out of this. But like a uh, six foot tall I also egg. worked in Harrods, and ha- Harrods' policy throughout their history is that if the customer has a request for something that they don't sell, they will find it, they will source it, or they will make really? it. Really? Well, so maybe you should so ask. He might to, do have to, had an advantage. Maybe you should do it to Harrods again then. No, we're doing it to Fortnum <laughs> Mason this time because Tom <laughs> worked this time. So, Tom, here we go. If you put that next there, we're going to do it. And you have to ask for a very large Easter egg. If you put it, it'll be on loudspeaker. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, well, that's four. So do we. Well, there so we are. We're recording it too. <laughs> yes, I'm not the only one. <laughs> Good evening, Fortnum. Hello. Um, I was just ringing. You do have an in-house chocolatier. Sorry, madam, what was that? <laughs> I always get that. I always get that. Do you have an in-house chocolatier? An in-house chocolatier? We do sell chocolates in store, but we don't have one, yeah. I want a gargantuan Easter egg, and I was wondering if it would be possible for you to make one for me. It, It needs to be big enough to house me. No, unfortunately, we don't do that service. Uh, but I desperately want it. Do you think you could source one from one of your chocolatiers? 
No, we don't do. We don't have a chocolatier in store. I read on your website that you, if you didn't have something in store and it was requested, oh, oh no. <laughs> Oh, really? The shade of the it all. She hung up on us. She hung up. <laughs> <laughs> no. She hung up on that demanding lady. <laughs> <laughs> I always get that. Do you actually always really? get it? Yeah, I always get it. Really? But if Do you I correct them? Call, if I answer a call at home from a company, then they always say, oh, it's Mr. Reed Wilson that we need to talk to you. <laughs> and I go speaking. <laughs> do you ever correct them? Do you say, oh, "No, sorry, it's uh, I, I'm a guy." Do you ever say that? We just go with no, it. No, unless they ask for Tom, and then I say, "Tis I." <laughs> <laughs> Tom, oh, honestly, so you have been an absolute pleasure to is have that it? on. That's it. That oh, is it. Gosh, oh, we well, all have to come back on. Time flies when you're having. Fun, I know you are just you are simply the best person in the entire world. Um, I have loved it truly. To, to you're all, all darling. To all of our listeners, um, go and check out Tom's Instagram, which is Tom Reed Wilson. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Tom, you have your do you have, you have poems and things like that? Poems and words. And he's on Celebs and Go you, Dating. And you might be doing one for me, right, darling? Yes, 100%. I'm going to do it without a doubt. And, oh, bless. And you're going to be back on Celebrity Brother, a bit on the side, and be doing your bits? Absolutely. Hopefully our paths will cross there again. That's where we met. That's where we, oh, yes, That's where we, we fell did. in love. That's where it all started. Absolutely. It is. Honestly. And actually, I have to tell you quickly before I go, you know your tip about shirts, about lady shirts? Yeah. Well, I took that up and I've got two that are beautiful. And I think that... Uh, of you every time I wear them. It ah. is so true. So when I met Tom, I said, he said, where do you get your shirt from? I said, well, it's actually a lady shirt. I only buy lady shirts. And it is the best fit, yeah. isn't it? They're glorious. And they're just a little bit more diaphanous and lovely to wear. No, Tom, you simply are. You're one of the most wonderful people in the entire world. You are going to have all this success in the world. And thank you so much for coming on. Thank we you, really well, appreciate it. Wonderful. it. And also what we do at the end of every single episode is we ask our guests to leave us with something inspirational oh okay um well the, uh, I suppose I'm sort of known for being connected to dating and I always say celebrate 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 your idiosyncrasies I think the worst thing you can do on a date is to try and be an idealised version of mm. you the the person that falls in love with you will fall in love with you warts and all and actually curiously the warts are the bits that they'll it's, think are the best bits it's, it's true actually people so, actually fall in love with people's limitations rather they do, than their, and their foibles yeah, yeah. So, so celebrate them always that's what I would say love that you are a dream <laughs> uh, to all of our listeners thank you so much for tuning in once again we love you to the end of the world and as always we're going to see you next week from me Francis Paino Tune and in. Tom We'll see you next week. Tune Thank next you, Tom. Time. Not at Thanks, all. Tom. I loved it. Bye. Bye guys. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. 
It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.